0: Listening to the daily roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Good Monday show for you. We're going to talk a little bit more about everything that went down with the Golden Bachelor. A lot of people watched that finale. A real lot of people watched that finale. Gary and Teresa, what their plans are moving forward. Gary getting questioned by Katie Korick, of all people. We're going to talk a little bit about Bachelor in Paradise. We're going to talk Taylor Swift, but it has nothing to do with Travis Kelsey. It has to do with one of my favorite things to talk about and one of my favorite accounts that gets exposed, and that is Dumois, or as I call them, Moy, because I feel like it. I don't like their site. I think it's garbage, and I love when they're called out by people in power. I also got a very—I uh, got a story about a place that opened up next to me that I think people on the East Coast are very familiar with, and I'll go over a little bit of my Q&A this past weekend where I think I answered over 100 questions on my Instagram stories on Saturday. We'll get to all that momentarily. So let's start talking about The Golden Bachelor from Thursday night. We talked a little bit about it on Friday, but there's more that came out over the weekend that we didn't get to on Friday. First off, Gary and Teresa have announced that they are going to move to South Carolina. Apparently, Teresa's got a son and grandkids that live an hour away in an hour away from Charleston or something like that, or maybe they're in Charleston. Whatever the case may be, Gary and Teresa have said they're going to move to South Carolina. Now, one of the questions, and I'll talk about this a little bit later when I get to my Q&A, Uh, that I did on Saturday. But one of the questions that I did answer, I gave out the spoiler because I had heard it the day before. It's a mini spoiler regarding Gary and Teresa. We all know on there after the final rose, um, it was announced that they are going to get married live on television on Thursday, January 4th. So they're getting married a month from today and they are going to get married at The La Quinta Resort, not the La Quinta Inn. Same thing happened when Clarentasia season was announced. It was at La Quinta in Palm Springs. Everyone's like, wait, huh? They're filming at a La Quinta Inn? No, not that La Quinta. It's a very nice resort out in the desert in California. Where they filmed Clarentasia season is where Gary and Teresa's wedding is going to be live. That's what I was told a couple days ago. So wanted to pass that along. And now that I said we are a month away because today is December 4th and they're getting married on January 4th. I just realized that today is the exact anniversary. And I always seem to forget because I started my podcast at the end of the year on December 4th, which I did this podcast started on December 4th. I sometimes forget if it was December 4th of 2016 or December 4th of 2017. Well, it was 2016. So today is the seven-year anniversary of this podcast. Now, granted, when it started out, it was just a weekly podcast, and it wasn't until July 22nd of 2022 when it became a daily. But when I started podcasting was this day, seven years ago, and I have done, I believe, looking at this, I believe 755 podcasts since then, which is absolutely bonkers, yeah. When I go to Apple Podcasts and I go to see all, it says 755. Now, that includes every Thursday podcast that I've done. I've given you a weekly podcast for seven years. I've given you a daily Monday through Friday podcast starting July 22nd of last year. This doesn't include my Sports Daily. This is just what's under the Reality Steve podcast. And then within those Remember when I did the He Said, She Said podcast with Ashley Spivey? That was also part of the 755 that I've done. The one that I initially did, the He Said, She Said with Charlene, that was once a month, that was only on Stitcher, if I remember correctly. Those weren't even, you couldn't even listen to that unless you were subscribed to Stitcher. So, anyway, 755 podcasts. Today is the seven-year anniversary, and I'm still kind of scratching my head at all of it. I still am kind of amazed that when I started the Daily Roundup in July of last year, that I've been able to give you one every day, Monday through Friday, for the last year and a half. Well, in two weeks, it'll be a year and a half, which is nuts to me. But I appreciate you all who have listened. I see the numbers. Like I said, I have a very loyal audience when it comes to... To listening to this podcast. I think it's really cool that some of you have emailed me or even, you know, messaged me in the, in the past, or even told me in person at the Reality Steve fan appreciation party, how this daily roundup is part of your daily routine, whether it's, you know, driving your kids to school in the morning or walking in the morning or at the gym, whatever the case may be, everyone's got a story of where they listen to it. So, you know, that's, that's one of the things that um, that's really cool to hear. It keeps the podcast going for sure. Obviously, when I have advertisers, I try and get you advertisers and give you codes to things that I think you guys will like. Um, I will say this. It's been a while. It's been over 12 years since I did this. and When I did this, I did it right when my site first started taking off and I really didn't know what I was doing. I think I'm going to start a merchandise line, not a bunch of stuff where you can get all these like pencils and pens and erasers. No, I'm just talking straight t-shirts, hoodies and mugs to start out with. I think that's coming hopefully within uh, by the new year. I don't think I'll have stuff ready to go by Christmas, but uh, once the new year rolls around, um, I think I'm going to have some t-shirts. You know, a lot of podcasters have merchandise. I don't know why I haven't thought about doing this before. I guess I thought it was too much work, but then when I realized there are so many packers out there, so many um, made-to-order sites out there that take care of all that stuff for you. I just need to come up with, what am I going to put on the T-shirts? What is the design going to look like? Stuff like that. That's the hardest part. Once I get that stuff down, everything else is pretty easy based on everything that I've seen on these sites. So, you know, um, I, feel like, I feel like a lot of you would would buy a shirt if it was available. Right. I don't know. I mean, I'll see once I put the, you know, look, it's not something where I have to front any sort of money. It's not like I have to buy a bunch of stuff in bulk and I'm saying, Hey guys, please buy this or else I'm stuck with inventory. No, you go through these made to order sites. So, um, yeah, it'd be great. I mean, obviously I want to sell as much as I can. And like I said, I'll keep it pretty simple at, at the start because that's the, probably the one mistake I made back in, God, what I don't remember what year it was 2010 2011 I had t-shirts I had hats I had booty shorts I had so many things I had tank tops it was just too much and then each each shirt had a different skew to it like each shirt had four or five different designs I'm gonna keep this pretty simple it's gonna say some somewhere I' was gonna say reality Steve on it I just need to figure it out um and I started looking into it this weekend so Hopefully that's interesting to you guys. You know, it's not. look, I'm not going to retire off of a merchandise line, you know. But, you know, I think it's cool. Game of Roses has one. She's All Batch has one. Doesn't Dave Neal have a merch line or something that he sells? It's like, why why aren't I doing this? <laughs> like, you know, it's a few extra bucks. It's not going to – I'm not going to retire over this. Um, but, you know, I'll price it just like those other sites price it. I'm not going to, you know, charge you 50 bucks for a T-shirt, but um, – you know, i'll just i ha, i have to see uh, you know the costs of these and and all that but it'll be the same as those other sites i just want to come up with something where i think people uh you guys would enjoy having something that says uh reality steve on it whether it's a t-shirt or a hoodie or or a mug so um would that interest any of you i mean if you want to leave a message i'd i'd appreciate it if if something that uh if it's something that you guys would be uh would it be interested in i mean i'm going to do it so Hopefully you guys will buy. I just want to come up with something clever for one of the shirts. I think I have something clever for it, but you know, we'll see. I I just want, I I want the design to look good, obviously. So that's the plan. Um, Hopefully by the start of the new year, by January 1st, I'll have that up and running. I will always be, you know, once we get this, it's going to be a lot of posting it on my Instagram stories, on my Twitter feed. There'll be a, a link that just sits on my website that says to purchase the merchandise Gonna send, you know, some free T-shirts out to people that I know in the franchise. Have them wear it, uh, link to that stuff like that. Um, you know, just get word of mouth out to for people to uh, to wear the T-shirt. So, just look forward to that in the next few weeks. This podcast brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes. To suit your preferences, feel your best this December with fresh seasonal recipes featuring certified organic fruits and vegetables, organic cage-free eggs, and sustainably sourced seafood. They deliver everything you need to eat clean the easy way this December. You nourish your body with chef-crafted, nutritionist-approved recipes packed with clean ingredients that support your healthy lifestyle and taste great, too. I can't tell you how much Green Chef has changed for me just because I don't like to cook, but this thing makes it so easy to cook. Everything comes with the ingredients. It tells you how easy to make it, less than 30 minutes. It's awesome. Now we have another new code for you. I've used different codes in the past. We have a new code and a new offer for you. So listen up. You go to greenchef.com slash 60 RealitySteve and use code 60RealitySTeve to get 60% off. We've done that before. Plus you're going to get 20% off your next two months. So go to greenchef.com slash 60realitysteve. Use code 60realitysteve to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. A little bit more on the Golden Bachelor here. Did you see the ratings for the Golden Bachelor um, that came through over the weekend? We found out that 6.1 million viewers tuned in to the finale on Thursday night. That is the most watched episode of any series in the bachelor franchise since Matt James season. So that's kind of a lot. That means this episode drew more viewers. His finale on Thursday night drew more viewers than any episode of Katie season, any episode of Michelle season, any episode of Clayton season, any episode of Gabby and Rachel season, any episode of Zach season, any episode of Charity season. That's seven seasons. And any episode of Bachelor in Paradise, clearly. Last season and this season. So that's nine seasons. It's been nine seasons since we've seen an episode draw more viewers than Gary's finale did. And this is a show that's literally been on the air for 21 years now. And they're in their 48th season. That Joey Joey became the twenty eighth bachelor. Charity was Bachelorette number twenty, even though there's been twenty two Bachelorettes. Season twenty, since we had double Bachelorettes in Claire's season and with Tatia and Rachel and Gabby. But twenty seasons of the Bachelorette. Joey season will be the twenty eighth bachelor season. We've had this is nine seasons now of Bachelor in Paradise. And now we've had one season of The Golden Bachelor. A lot of people have been asking me all season long, who's going to be The Golden Bachelorette? Well, we don't even know if there is going to be a Golden Bachelorette. We don't. I think this franchise is coming back. I mean, why wouldn't it? It's the the best franchise you've had in, in the last nine that you've aired. So, of course, they're going to bring it back. It's just a matter of, are they going to go with a second season of The Golden Bachelor? Or are they going to go with a first season of a Golden Bachelorette? We do not know. And my guess is when they announce it is when you'll know. I don't think I'm going to get anything early on this. Plus, you got to remember, Gary's season started filming end of July. I mean, we're seven months away from any possible Golden Bachelor or Golden Bachelorette season filming. So we're way away from it. I don't think we're getting an answer anytime soon. I think probably we'll hear an answer once Joey's season ends airing. Right around probably mid to end of March is when we're going to find out if they are going to pick up another season of The Golden Bachelor or do a Golden Bachelorette, one of the two. Because I don't think they can do two. Because it just, I don't know where you can fit it in. You can film two, but where it fits in airing-wise on a calendar, it it doesn't fit. As long as you continue to do a Bachelor season, a Bachelorette season, a Bachelor in Paradise season, and one season of the Golden Bachelor or Golden Bachelorette, that is enough for one year of programming to fit in. I just don't see where you fit in a fifth season that runs eight or nine weeks like Gary's did. So we'll know, but I don't think we're going to know till probably March if they're going to bring back the Golden Bachelor for a season two or do a... Debut season of the Golden Bachelorette. So I told you in the open we were going to talk about Taylor Swift. That has nothing to do with the media coverage or Travis Kelsey or they were holding hands and he opened the door for her and everybody's screaming at the top of their lungs. No, no, no. Nothing like that. What this comes from is her publicist. And her publicist, the other day, I think it was on Friday, it was either Friday or Saturday, called out my favorite website, Ducks Moy for their garbage reporting in regards to the person behind Ducks Moy just will not let it go and is 1000% convinced that she has information that Taylor Swift absolutely got married to Joe Alwyn at some point. Will not let it go. Even wrote, She did have a ceremony in either 2020 or 2021 in the UK, and it was described to me as a quote-unquote marriage by more than one person. It was never made legal. I will die on this hill. Well, Taylor Swift's publicist, Tree Payne, which I thought was a made-up name, but it's not, Tree Payne came out and said, put a screenshot below their tweet and wrote on Twitter, enough is enough with these fabricated lies about Taylor from Dumois. There was never, never is capitalized, a marriage or ceremony of any kind, any is capitalized. This is an insane thing to post. It's time for you to be held accountable for the pain and trauma you cause with posts like these. So, of course, Dux Moy isn't backing down. And they're basically saying, "Geez, of all the things of Taylor's publicists to combat of all the things we've ever reported on Taylor, they basically ignore everything we ever say. But why are they combating this one? It must be true. And then she threw in a bogus, oh, I'm sorry to Taylor. Either way, I apologize to Taylor. Her, her exact answer, her exact response to Taylor's publicist, Tree Payne, writing that was, Well, I make zero dollars from lying. Can publicists say the same? Also, to relate something that is in reference to something that happened years ago to pain and trauma after what just happened seems like a poor choice of words. Either way, I apologize to Taylor. Another garbage response from Ducks Moy. It's why I don't like them. We need more people in the entertainment industry to call them out and I, you know, what are you going to do? This per- they're still doubling down. Oh, well, it was told to me that it was a marriage So I'll die on this hill. And her publisher just literally comes out and says, no, it's not. And then she's like in a conspiracy theory land. Well, I bet you she's saying it's not because they don't want to diminish anything that's possibly coming up with a Taylor and Travis engagement. It's just like, oh, my God, just let it go. Take the L, for Christ's sakes. I mean, is it do you have to continue talking about this? If, if Taylor Swift got married to Joe Alwyn, why wouldn't they just tell people? Not that they had to announce it. They, they could tell people after the fact. I'm not saying that they needed to announce it beforehand because uh, probably with someone like her, she doesn't want it announced beforehand. Like, wouldn't she have just told people? Like, yeah, had a ceremony with Joe. We got, to get, we got married. Didn't need it to be a big spectacle. Didn't want it to be a big spectacle. It just doesn't make any sense. For a woman who just... Loves being in relationships and loves being happy. And if she got married to Joe, why wouldn't she just tell people? It just isn't, I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but then again, I don't understand celebrities to begin with. They lead a completely different life than any of us. And for us to try and understand what they go through on a day to day to day basis, we can't, but man, I just can't believe ducks. Moy is just not giving up on this. It's like, God, let it go. Her publicist, Come out and said, "Oh, well, publish this lie." It's like, okay, fine. Just just keep talking about it. Then you're an idiot. I wanted to uh, mention something that came up. That um, th- this is for people probably on the on the East Coast. I don't know how many states it's in, but it's definitely an East Coast thing. Remember when Emily Maynard season began in North Carolina, and I actually flew out there, and the day I arrived was the day they left. <laughs> Uh, to start their travel. This was years ago. Most of you probably don't even remember this. But when I went out there, I was introduced to Bojangles, the chicken and biscuit place. Well, there's a Bojangles that opened up literally walking distance from my house. I mean, well, I shouldn't say walking distance. It would take me 15 minutes to walk there. But if I get in my car, the second I come out of my track and make a right, It's literally the first light. So it's, you know, I don't know, a thousand feet. (laughs) So uh, by car, it would take me two minutes to get there. And it opened up two weeks ago and I just kind of forgot about it. So I went to it this past weekend before I started my Q&A on Saturday. I went to it, got myself a chicken sandwich, some fries and a drink. Man, I'm telling you. (laughs) I forgot how good Bojangles was like in my mind right now. Now, look, the law of diminishing returns might set in at some point if I keep eating this once a week or something. But I'm telling you right now, I think they have passed Chick-fil-A in my head. They have passed Chick-fil-A like if I'm hungry for a chicken sandwich for the time being, I'm putting Chick-fil-A on the back burner. And I've always thought, no way am I ever passing up a chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Man, Bo's Jangles is good. And I'm not even a biscuit guy, really. Honestly, I'm not. I didn't didn't get a biscuit. I just got a chicken sandwich. And I don't even like mayonnaise. I can have mayonnaise on certain things. I'm not like anti-mayonnaise, but I just want the chicken sandwich. Just the bun, pickles, and a slice of fried chicken. And damn, that's good. So... Thank you, Bojangles, for not only coming to Texas, putting one two minutes from my house. Actually, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing in the end, in the long run. But, man, got to love you some Bojangles. I know it's a like a Eastern Coast franchise, right? I, Texas might be the farthest west they've ever gone. I don't think there's anything. I, I, I haven't looked at their website. I could probably pull it up right now and find out. Where what states Bojangles is in? But let me pull it up here real quick. Hang on, Bojangles. Order fried chicken now. Um. Well, I'm not gonna order it now. But where can I look at locations? Uh. Okay. I forget it. This thing is uh locations. Okay. So let me just bring it up. Locations. Here's the here's the link. And. No, it's doing locations like it's it's bringing up a map of where I am. I don't need, I just want like something that just lays out um, how many states, what different states it's in, and I can't find that. Okay, forget it. Anyway, I know it's not in a lot of states. I'm guessing Texas is the farthest west they've moved, and I don't know if this is the first location in Texas either. Maybe there's been other ones in different areas of Texas, but man, love the fact that it opened right next to me, so very happy about that. Yay, Bojangles! And it reminds me of the SNL skit with Will Ferrell and Molly Shannon with their dog show. And (laughs) Uh, Will Ferrell would have a dog called Mr. Bojangles. Remember that skit? They always ran it at like literally (laughs) 11.55 Central Time. It's one of those weird skits that they end at the very end of the show where it's just like totally random. But sometimes those are the funniest ones because it's just like, who was smoking what when they came up with this idea. But yeah, Dog Show with Will Ferrell and Molly Shannon. Dog Show! Dog Show! Mr. Bojangles! Mr. Bojangles! Mr. Bojangles! <laughs> so random, yet so funny. And finally, I've mentioned a couple times the Q&A I did on, over the weekend on Saturday on my Instagram stories. I was just killing time, and I thought I was going to do some. You guys sent in so many questions. I realized that I think I answered over a hundred because after a while, once you get to a certain number of stories on Instagram stories, basically if you do like, let's just say they allow you to do a hundred stories. Well, once you hit 101, that first story disappears right away. Doesn't stay up for 24 hours. And I realized, Oh, I think I did too many because original answers weren't there. And I didn't save any of them to my highlights. I'm sorry. So If you weren't following along in the 24 hours from basically around 1 or 2 in the afternoon Saturday till they would have been up for 24 hours. Um, Some good questions, though. Had some uh, interesting uh, things asked, but if you check that out, um, I'll probably do one again in the future. It has been a while since i had done one of those, so just know that um, I couldn't get to every question. It was impossible. So many questions about Gary and I I tried to answer as many as I could, and there weren't many that I don't think I I didn't answer, but there were so many in there, I might have just not seen a couple, but um, we'll do that again in the future for anybody that's interested. Sorry I didn't save it to my highlights. I should have, because then you can go back. If you're listening to this now going, oh my God, I missed all of it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't. You can't go back and look at it because I didn't save any of them. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review if you can. Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. I explain to everybody in the city of Tallahassee why the College Football Playoff Committee made the correct decision by putting in Texas and Alabama over Florida State. I know most people that are Florida State fans or alums, you don't care, you don't want to hear it, you think I'm wrong, just listen. and you And try and listen objectively. Try and take your fandom out of it and I think you'll understand why the decision was made to leave them out and bring in Alabama and Texas, even though both of those schools had one loss and Florida State went undefeated. That'll be up in an hour from now if you want to check that out. Plus, you know, a little pat on the back here went 6-1 and one on my NFL plays this weekend. So there's that. Thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.